Hello and welcome to Chasing Grow. The purpose is to encourage Christian leaders to get better. When you get better, everybody wins in your church, in your ministry, in your organization, in your family. Today I want to talk about purpose and I want to share with you how I believe we can uh, find the purpose, how we can identify the purpose. But before uh, we do that, let me tell you a story. When my grandmother was dying, uh, she was sick. She called my mom, to, my mom to be by her. My mom was her daughter-in-law. And the reason because she called my mom was to apologize, to make things right, to ask for forgiveness. Because during her life, she was very nasty with my mom. She didn't treat her well. My mom was always very respectful of her, but they were never be, they, they were nev- never able to uh, be in a real relationship. So by the end of her life, with her last time here on, on this earth, she decided to make things right. And that was good. However, when you think about it, um, and when I think about it, really all I can say that this the sad story is about my grandmother being not necessarily nice with my mom or not necessarily nice with us. It's not good memories. And when you when I think about it, you think about her legacy, uh, it's not a good one. Yeah, she was able to apologize, she was able to say sorry, but I don't really have good memories of her. So the reason because I'm sharing this story is because when you think about purpose, it's like the same thing. What people will say when you're no longer here? And the problem is that we live a life today, we're so focused on longevity. How long we're gonna live, you know? How many years? And, and when somebody lives for a long time, we think uh, it's, an, it's an achievement, it's a good thing that we're able to live for a long life and, and we think they have done something special because they did. And the reality is that the days on this earth for each one of us is not in our hands and sometimes we can be do the best we know to take care of ourselves and we still have a time when we have to finish this time on this earth because our time is limited. But the, the big question is not how long we live or how we live our life, the legacy we're leaving behind. So instead of focusing to taking vitamins and doing all the things just to live a little longer, we should focus on what people will say, what are they learning from us, what, why will be, we will be remembered for something. What is that that we're leaving behind for our families, our loved ones, our neighbors? How are we making this world a little bit better? You know, I have the opportunity to interview a lot of people, and one of the questions I, I ask is um, uh, when I ask the, the people who is interviewing, I ask them, so how the place where you used to work or the place where you're working right now is a little bit better because you were working there or you're still working there? And sometimes there's no an answer because sadly what happened, again, people worry about longevity and longevity in a workplace. So they do the same thing all the time. They don't break any rules. They don't try to things make things better. Uh, just to uh, stay normal and keep going. So, oh yeah, I have been there 30 years. I have been there 32 years. But every year have been the same and they haven't really made anything better. So life can be the same thing. So the question will be, how is this world better because you were born and you were able to spend uh, an amount of time on this earth and at the time that you left, the world was a little bit better because you actually went, you were able to live this life. So that's the question. So how we discover what is our purpose? It's so key to, to discover what is our purpose. You know, when I was young, I struggled with this because I used to think the purpose was that job that you do. You know, you're a pastor, that's your purpose, and, and you do this, that's your purpose. And reality, the reality is the purpose has absolutely nothing to do with what you do specifically, but how you live your life. So the best way to identify what is your purpose is to dis- you know, start digging in your heart. And, and the best way to dig in your heart is this way. 
Imagine you're dying, like the story of my grandma. What what would you say? What will be that thing that you want to leave behind? That's the thing that you want everybody to know about you. And hopefully it won't be like my grandma last minute just to trying to make things right before you die. But it will be something that you want to really leave behind, a legacy, a teaching, a way of living, um, a, a beliefs. I don't, your beliefs. I don't know what, what could be, but it's something so important to you. Now, if you ask yourself that question and all what you come to mind is what you tell your children every day, every day and it's just, hey, make your bed, make sure to lock the door when you get out, uh, turn, o turn off the light because the electricity is too expensive, which... Of course, we all do it, but those things are not that important. So when you think about that question, what is that thing that you want your son, your daughter, your wife to know? You can say, well, I want them to, to know that I love them. But what are you doing? How are you living your life to show that? You want to say, you know, I want to help the poor. So how are you doing that? How are you showing the, that you're helping the poor? Not just you, you love the idea, but how are you living your life with purpose? How are you living your life every day, repeating the same things, living in some way, doing the things that sometimes are difficult to do, but you believe is the right thing? So when you're able to answer the question, this thing's going to come from your heart, and you will realize what breaks your heart, what moves you, what motivates you, and you're going to be able to discover your purpose because the reality is that we all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. Nobody's an accident. Doesn't matter you were born uh, outside the uh, you uh, in a in a relationship outside the marriage. Doesn't matter you were adopted. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. What it matters is that you're not an accident. You're here for a purpose, and you have a time, a limited time on this earth, a limited time on this earth to make it a little bit better. Especially if you're a Christian leader, you have a, a limited time to make it better. We have a season, and seasons come and come and go, and you never know when that season will be over. So, are you living that way? Are you living in in that way that you understand you have a purpose, you have a reason, and you have to speak about it? You have to live one way. You cannot compromise that. You stay with your principles and beliefs, and and people who's following you, people who know you, will be able to be better because of that. That's the idea of purpose. So if you're a Christian leader, you have to talk about this. You have to talk about people about this. Because I feel sometimes that people are sleeping. They think they have all the time in the world. They're 25, 30 years old, 40 years old. And they think, well, they're assuming they're going to live into their 80 and 90. But that's not reality. And they live without purpose. The other lie that we have believed is this idea to live in a good life and a comfortable life. A life that, that we're successful, successfully, we have a good job, we, get, we have a 401k, we have enough savings. Sometimes we give some money, but not, not too much, so we can be safe. So we have a, a, a safety net of savings, you know, in case of emergency, you know, they call it all kind of things. And, and then we retire. The early that we can retire, the best, so we can enjoy life. We can enjoy life. And we put, we put so much focus in this life on the idea of ourself and comfort, comfort and comfort and be okay in this life, that we focus about, we, we forget about uh, legacy, purpose, uh, how we making this world a little bit better because our leadership, because our influence. So as leaders, we have to start talking about purpose and start teaching people, start telling them to take risks. To they, you know, it cannot be everything about financial peace, financial peace. You know, Jesus didn't have a penny, and he had financial peace. 
because our, the Bible says our treasures are in heaven. So why is this need to save everything and have enough and have enough and having a little more of this and that and, and sign your children to play this and this? And then life is running. We all running out of life. And again, you don't have the next day guaranteed. So what you don't want is to come to the end of your time and you're running, trying to fix things, trying to say things. And when you realize the things that were not important and you were spending so much time in them, and you realize the important thing, you were not doing anything. So it's, it's matter, start asking yourself that question. If you don't have more time, what will you do? What will be that teaching? What will be that thing that you want your children to know? Ask your children. I asked them today. I asked them, so what do you think is your daughter, your daddy's purpose, your my legacy? And they start telling me all the things, and I was able to hear good things. But let me tell you, if you're not focusing in this, if you're not repeating the same thing, acting the same way, living a life of legacy, knowing that every step that you take have an impact on this world, you will never do it. And, and, and again, you're running out of life now. As Christian leaders, you can have your purpose. You know, your purpose, you know, when you start asking about it, what, what I want my children to see that I'm somebody who loves the poor. I want my children to see that I'm somebody who, who helped the one in need, etc. And, and you live that life and all that. And that is great. But one thing that you cannot forget as a Christian leader, one thing that you, you must be involved as a Christian leader, this is, is, is Jesus' heart for unity. In his last prayer, in John 17, 20, he's talking about being one as he's one with the Father. He's praying to God to help us to be one, to be united. And if you're a Christian leader, you have a responsibility, a responsibility to unify. Now, this is the sad thing. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and if you drive around, especially in the Christian environment, you have uh, churches with different languages, churches with different uh, skin colors, uh, different way to dress, different worship, contemporary or not contemporary, and this and that, dif uh, a lot of different. And everything is about uh, customized for the comfort of everybody. And let me tell you this, that's not unity. That's not unity. It, 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 when you start separating people by their own uh, desires, your own way to feel, feel comfortable, including language, you're not doing what God, what Jesus' heart was praying about, it, about unity. And we as Christian leaders, one of our purpose, regardless of anything else that you can be doing, one of our purpose is unity, bringing people together, uh, creating peace among people, especially these days in, in the country when people are so divided for, for, for things that we shouldn't be divided, for things that we shouldn't be fighting. They're not worth fighting for, and people is fighting for them. Instead, we should be united. And Christian leaders, when you get involved in that division, when you get involved in dividing, because your opinion, not what the Bible says, but your opinion, you're a chain for, for what Jesus is trying to do. Unity. Unity. I refuse to, to, to believe that the church have to, have to be so divided. I refuse that the, 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 the Sunday morning have to be so segregated, so much. It shouldn't be. That's not the heart. He calls to be one, to be united. So you know what? I would love to be able to see Christians and, and see them and realize, and everybody will realize one another, hey, we're brothers and sisters, and we're so we have so much in common and we can talk. 
but we don't really talk about it. And, and we have this this fight and the, this church and the church is split for this for that and because these people want to wear one clothes and these people want to worship this way and that's not our purpose as Christian leaders our purpose as Christian leaders is to bring people together so ask yourself that question if you don't have much time to live what is that one teaching, that thing that you must do, that thing that you want people to remember you for, that thing that you want your children to talk about, that thing they will, they will say, my dad was about this. What is it? And if you don't know, start seeking for it, start praying and asking for it so you can have it and you can start living that life and you living in that lane that is yours and only yours to live. And part of that line is bringing unity to the body of Christ, bringing, bringing unity to the Christians. And as Christian leaders, you have to know, this is the heart of Jesus. He was praying for unity, and He's asking the Father, and we can be tools in the hands of the Father if we bring unity and we bless Jesus' heart. This is the, 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 the calling for today. This is the encouragement for today, and I hope this helped you. And if you think you're an accident, if you think you have a you don't have a purpose and you worry about just saving and buying the house and retirement, retiring early, going to the beach, let me tell you, you're wasting your life. This life is so short and so limited. So short and so limited. And nobody have the day of tomorrow guaranteed for uh, guaranteed a hundred percent. So live a life of purpose every day, seeking constantly. Let me tell you, the last thing I wanna say about purpose. One of the things that I discovered, asking that question to myself, I discovered that life is not about me. Life is not about me. It's about the people around me. It's the people I get to know and I get to influence. I, 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 I recognize that life is about encouragement, encouraging others, that my life can move others into action. And also I discovered that life is about generosity, generosity and giving and giving away, living a life with open-handed, ready to receive and ready to give. And I, that's part of my purpose. And, I, and again, I believe part of my purpose is unity. Bring unity among Christians in the place where you work, in, in your neighborhood. Instead of taking sizes, you know, because the, the political party, or I believe in this, I believe in that. Forget about that because to me, it's not about us, but to bring unity, to bless Jesus' heart. And this is the last thing. When you identify that purpose, besides the one I'm saying about unity that we all should be working on, as, as, as Jesus wants, when you identify that purpose, let me tell you, that purpose probably going to go completely against your, your, your nature. And you will be able to see. And, and it will be hard. Because to me, for example, generosity is not something that comes, uh, you know, oh, I just wake up and I'm generous. It's hard. It takes discipline. But, but I want to live a life of purpose with generosity. And we have to keep doing it. We have to keep practice, practicing that. So I want to encourage you. As soon as you find out, you will see how the things are a little bit uh, against the nature that we have. But don't give up. Keep seeking. Keep doing it. Keep moving forward. Keep living a life of purpose. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a great week. And I will see you next week. Have a great, great day. Bye. Ciao.